Welcome to Special One Cards Podcast, a weekly podcast on the soccer market, soccer cards. We talk about prospects, we talk about products, and we look at some data to help you make some buying decisions for the future. Hosted by me, Paulo, on a weekly basis. Look for special guests occasionally. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Special One Cards. Looking forward to interacting with all of you. Hey guys, I know on the last episode I had put the extension of the interview with Zips Cards on that episode. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to record that on time. So this is going to go into its own episode. Here, uh, you'll you'll hear the new episode here with Zips Cards, Jordan. Uh, he's also local to me as well. Hope you guys enjoy the listen. And as always, if you want to be a guest, shoot me a message. I want to bring collectors on here uh, to discuss their journey um, and how they're approaching kind of the soccer market now. So feel free to shoot me a DM and we'll get you on. All right. Enjoy the interview. Let me know your thoughts on it. All right, guys, welcome to uh, this is probably a, uh, episode 31A, 32B, maybe. Maybe we'll just give it a, maybe we'll just give Zips Cards his own episode. Um, so uh, welcome to another episode here. Today we have uh, Zips Cards. Jordan's on with us. Jordan, uh, welcome to the uh, podcast. Please uh, give yourself a little introduction to the, to the folks that might not know you. Thanks for uh, having me. I've uh, been a friend of Paulo's for quite a while now in the in the card sphere. Um, I'm Zips Card on Instagram. Jordan's appearing on Facebook. You'll see me in a bunch of groups uh, spam posting, especially if you're in the soccer soccer facebook groups i have like the same slabs that i try to sell eventually they go um and yeah just excited to be here and talk shop a little bit with uh paulo patience is a virtue my friend patience is a virtue um so uh you've been in the hobby probably a little bit now um like many people we have talked about before we've kind of during the pandemic it kind of became a a bigger phenomenon for us chasing our nostalgic kind of roots when we were younger um and you know talk to me a little bit about that what got you back into it if you got into it a little bit earlier than that um you know i feel like a lot of people have the kind of same story uh just is really important so um give us a kind of a rundown of how you got back into it mine is mine kind of parallels a lot of the same stories i'd say one of the differences the way i got back into it um i collected cards when i was a kid you know i'd be at walmart when I was little with my mom and I'd beg her to get me a pack. It was only, it was only baseball for me growing up. Uh, I played baseball uh, into college. Um, so when I was off at college um, in my junior year, I blew my knee out and I was laid up in the dorm room on YouTube. I found re- sneaker reselling, which I know Polly are a little uh, keen to, you understand that quite a bit with some of your connections and um, pretty much that, eventually led to me selling tools in the pandemic. I was in a cook group and a discord and then came cards. And with cards, it truly came to what I love, which is sports. And it allowed me to, you know, make a little side money and uh, enjoy enjoy sports at the same time. So I just kind of ran with it. And since uh, 2020, you know, here we are. Um, I I remember the first set that kind of got me going into all this was 2019 20 
Panini basketball with Zion and Ja that craze. And I um, people don't understand now what that craze was like because I have some friends who got in like the last year. Um, and like I remember selling those mosaic cellos for like a hundred fifty dollars. What? <laughs> which is absurd of Z- right of Zion Jai you look now and like out of all those guys I don't even know who's the who's who might you want Darius Garland now I mean Jaws people are gonna forget about the whole jaw thing now but like it's just the top two guys are just tough I it's mean, crazy we'll, to think about. we'll see if people forget about him because people haven't forgot about Mason Greenwood. Not that it's the same crime or and it's not even a crime, right? What Jaw's doing with the gun. It's just a reflection of kind of um, behavior that's detrimental to the NBA league. Right. Uh, it's policy, they, right? That's yeah, essentially what it is. Yeah. yeah, and they can punish him for that. So uh, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, so that craze kind of got everybody kind of uh, back into the hobby we you know i know we primarily or you don't you kind of bounce around to different sports right but this is a soccer podcast so we have to talk about soccer sure uh, no problem and we've noticed kind of a trend in the market the soccer market hasn't been as opportunistic as it has been in the last uh year and a half it's kind of dropped quite a bit right um but all sports have it's just finding kind of those uh elusive players elusive uh potentials where you can make some money or um even collect do you collect anybody like that you pc or anything like that in soccer um in soccer so in soccer um honestly what i pc and i know you kind of gave me some flack for it on my trip to europe but like i love having the the jerseys the physical jerseys so actually cards um not right now i'd eventually like to get like um uh, like a, a messy rookie or something like that and like a mid to high grade just to have to hold you know that's something I'd eventually like to do but I'm like in in my life it's not something where I just want to have that money and just stick it in there right now eventually I'd like to you know I'm still I'm still fairly young still kind of yeah, growing and... I think we're all like that you know even in my case I don't have like I don't have a high-end Ronaldo rookie I just don't right you know, yeah. it's, I'm not in a position to do that. I'm, I'm in a position to maybe buy a few here and there. Uh, and, you know, what I do lately, obviously, is I try to kind of level up, right? Uh, acquire some higher or lower numbered cards and, and then move the other ones that I had to kind of help fund that. So that's, um, I'm also, I also have a lot of kits in my closet. I used to have a lot more. Uh, I've got some old ones from like 04 and those. So those things are really cool, but they take up a lot of space, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, when I, I when I went to Europe in February, I got to see. Um, I actually I didn't get the. I went to the game. Um, when Dortmund had those special kits for the uh, volcano relief. Do you remember that? Yep. The, yep. I wanted to get one so bad, and uh, my my friends. Uh, I actually have a friend in in Germany who is um an agent for some players over there. Uh, and they got me like a Matt's Hummel signed jersey when I went over there, which was really nice of them to do. Cool, I didn't cool. expect that. Yeah. Um, and we could we couldn't get those though. Like you know, like with the sneaker drops, when those jerseys went online, we tried to log in. And we were like two hundred fifty thousandth in line. There it's just, and I think that kind of speaks to where soccer's at and where it can be. Um, I went to that game at uh, Signal Iduna Park, and it is. 
there is nothing like I've ever, like in the U.S., never, never, never. And I've been to Celtics playoff games where you think that yep. should be a pretty crazy environment. And it is. But respectively, it's not even close to a regular season match No, in, I, in Dortmund. Yeah, I felt the same experience that I've been, you know, I've been to a few different games in Europe and we just don't have that experience here. I mean, we have a great experience here, but do we have an exceptional experience like they do? I would say we don't. No, 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 no. And it's not even a shot at the experience here because it, it's great. It's just it. They, you talk about leveling up. There's just different levels to fandom and if if the soccer cards truly catch on in Europe, like I know 86,000 people in Dortmund, Germany that I sat with that would want the next Dortmund rookie. Like you talk about base still mattering. Yeah, it will eventually. Like, yeah. 86,000 of them would want it probably or, or, you know, and that's at a minimum. So yeah. I, yeah, there's a lot of room. You know, I always talk about the the market, the soccer market primarily being in its in its infancy stages. Because if we look back and we kind of look at history in the hobby, right? You look at, you know, even hockey. If we're going to compare sports, we probably should compare hockey and soccer because both have smaller uh, collector bases or market share within the whole grand scheme of the hobby, right? Uh, and when we look at hockey, you look at young guns primarily are their base rookies in hockey products and those do really well granted the pop counts are really high but like a mcdavid rookie right a psa 10 i think it's like a forty five hundred dollar card and that's just and what's a, the pop on that it's probably three thousand so um, it's kind of similar to like a mahomes prism yeah exactly same cool. idea um i mean mcdavid's 2015 so it's a little older um but the soccer market's got to grow right so that's why i've always kind of talked about base being important um, for people down the road, it's not kind of a short-term thing, obviously, um, but down the road, it could become important, you know, we'll see what happens, but you, um, in terms of, uh, and that was a good kind of, uh, seg segue that you brought in the kind of the kit collecting and how that's kind of helped you, um, you, you do a lot of kind of the other sports right now in terms of buying raw grading, moving them. You know, what's your strategy around that? Obviously, you want to look for cards that are clean, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Get them to maximize your profit. Um, and as, we, as we've as we seen, the PSA kind of submissions have gone down quite a bit. Uh, I see it. I mean, you're still submitting. I'm still submitting. I'm submitting more than ever. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of, you know, we're in an opportune market right now where I think a lot of people just kind of gave up because it was, it was too easy before. And now it's becoming a little harder. Um, I don't look at it that way. I just still see it as kind of this is fun, uh, make some money, fund the PC, fund other projects you might have. Could be anything in life, right? Um, you have a, a child on the way. Congratulations on that. So that you. piece that you could use to fund a nursery in your home. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever the case may be. But, you know, talk to me a little about the strategy. What are you looking for? I know we always, in terms of cards, we're talking about liquidity, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of liquid slabs because I collect guys early on and I'm, I'm just a little early. So I don't have anything that's really liquid. That's kind of my weakness, but talk to me a little bit about like your strategy behind that. Um, what are you looking for? And you know, how are you doing that? Yeah. So trials and tribulations, right? Uh, we, we've set up next to each other a few times and I think I've had, a, at least for, uh, you know, most of the shows that we go to, I've had, in the past, a really good case with some, some nice soccer in there. And I've 
sat around all day and made a hundred, 200 bucks. Right. And it, it's because the people who like soccer in the U S love it, but they're kind of few and far between and, I, and soccer will do well at big shows. Like when I just set up at Fenway, um, I traded a Jude, uh, gold bubbles, um, PSA nine with, you know, Matthias, I traded yep. him and I added some cash on top for, a um, an orange sapphire Messi from 2020. I think that's his last year in the Barca kit. Um, that sold. Someone came up and gave me full sticker. What I was at, it was priced to court. It was priced really fairly, but someone gave me full sticker for it. But that wouldn't have happened at some of the smaller shows. Like, so what I have to do if I want to be a dealer, and I actually, I just started a LLC with my business teacher from high school actually so that's pretty cool um and he's had a, a few pretty successful ventures like um you may know ivory ella t-shirt company yep. and pretty bit yeah so he started that company he has a company now in uh mystic north swell it's uh it's i'm actually wearing one not a plug but i'm just happy Very to be cool. wearing it yeah it's it's uh it's another clothing brand if you want to sponsor my show you can sponsor my show <laughs> yeah so you see these sponsorships <laughs> so um we started something together and pretty much what i like doing now especially too great is that when i set up at shows i have so much room on my cards because i bought them at a raw price probably 80 to 85 percent which is a strong pay i think anyways sometimes i'll pay i've paid over raw yeah. at shows if it's clean and i want it i mean that's another thing at fenway i couldn't buy a soccer card off people People came up to me showing me these comps, and I was I offered a hundred percent comp on a purple field level uh, or pitch level Holland of the new select in the Man City yep. kit. Nope, <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> I'm offering you a hundred percent comps in cash, and there's nope. So I think that's another good indication too. People don't want to give up this soccer. Um, yeah, and it wasn't no. just Holland. Yeah, you know, that's kind of that's an interesting kind of observation that you're bringing up because I'm, you know, last night I watched um I didn't participate in a break, um but Football Breaker had some select uh Serie A. Everyone's chasing Caverdana, right? Yep. And I see the prices for these hit drafts and I'm kind of like cringing cuz like I I I I'm like sitting on my phone I'm like bidding and then I'm like what the hell am I doing this is way too expensive to even bother and I got out of it I was like nah I'm I'm going to lose the bid it's fine um the soccer market's interesting too because I've always said it once you get an offer that's going to be the best offer you get that person who presented you that Holland I think they're going to regret that um and it's probably going to be in the very near like short term like within two weeks i guarantee you that because i think again the soft market the soccer market is really soft right now i think we've seen what we can out of it for the time being um and it's an it's infancy stage but that's i mean you're offering strong strong money and people aren't selling then hey that's up to them Right. And even if that card does take a little bit of a blow, like for me, it doesn't matter because I'm buying it raw and then I'm going to grade in like I've I've been decent with grading. So I have an idea like it's going to have some sort of stability or I mean, I guess maybe not. But once it's graded, it's going to bring it value. So that's my whole thing is that I have that baked in value when I'm buying these cards raw. It's essentially like I mean, if 
I'm not there yet. I, I still have to learn, obviously, with the grading, but eventually, like, you're going to know the grades that you're buying, or at least 70 to 80% of the time, your gem rate, right? You're going to know it. So, it's in some ways, it's like, okay, what I'm buying this at plus 19 for grading, and this is what I bought a PSA 10 at. Yeah. And it's, it's a ballsy way to look at it, but like, yep. um, then I can offer, I can give cards to people for 75, 80% and make money and yep. keep it moving. And it becomes kind of a volume player, right? Because even when sure. I look at myself and I look at kind of, I move a lot more hockey than any other sport in terms of things I sell, but same situation there is if I'm getting these, these young gun bases and they're, and they're gemming, you know, they're selling at a hundred bucks. I mean, I'm into the card for what, whatever the raw cost was could be between five and 10 bucks and then like $19 to grade. So you're always going to make money. And that's, I mean, one of the things when I post stuff, I'm always kind of under like the value, just like you kind of like at 75, 80% of the actual comp we're under because we're not going to be greedy about it. We're just going to take, you know, you're just going to do it again and again and again. Yeah. And you just keep doing it again. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's great to hear. So, you know, I, I, one of the things, I guess for me, when I talk about, um, you know, what's most rewarding for me, for me, it's really kind of uh, obviously building this content for folks like you and others. And I know you're going to start a podcast soon, which is going to be exciting. I can't wait to hear that. But um, you, rewarding for me is when kind of you can get those cards and, and you get that gem that gem mint 10 yeah, right yeah and no, it's not fun. necessarily something that we always have to sell but something that you're always happy about that like oh it came back at 10 because right now it feels like it's 10 or bust for for most of the market you know what i mean for you what's what's the most rewarding part about the hobby well i think it's really fun to grade that's really fun and i don't want to sound like cliche and say it's about the relationships it's about the people it's not about the cards because i i my whole goal is to to build revenue and just keep selling and flipping. And, but I do, I have like, I have friends in the hobby that are great and that's really awesome. Um, and yeah, I, I love the friends I've made. I know we talked, um, you know, Ken Cairns sports card lessons. He's my guy. Um, I mean, I've reconnected and started this business with my business teacher from high school and his son. I mean, you've, you've met, uh, his son too. Great, just great people, yep. and you know, there. I don't want to short you, Mike. Vets cards, our boy. Like it just, it goes on and on and on, and it's just there's a lot of good people, and it, it's like how, how many people do you know that you trust with friends and family, right? <laughs> That's, exactly. The, the PayPal friends and family. That's how you know they're a hobby friend if you trust them with PayPal friends and family. Yeah. Um, so. Yep. But that's great, and like you said, the grading is so much fun. I love. I, we, I think we, me and Matt, uh, my my business partner, we try to send out like fifty cards every two weeks. At least that's that's what we're at right now. So it's bringing in a constant return, um, and it's it's just fun. I love the. It's like cathartic to prep them and you know wipe them down with the microfiber and then put them all in. And I don't like to give PSA too much credit, but I do absolutely love the new reveal that they put in in their app. That's that's such a nice little touch that is so much fun because then you kind of can do a blind reveal without having to wait, which is which is great. I love that. So I don't know what you think about that, but I like and it. A can, lot. And then you can also post them for sale even before you get them, which is yep. important. I think that was probably something that um, 
you know, SGC has been doing that for a while with the scans. Uh, and I, I don't use SGC anymore. Uh, I just don't need to. Um, I, I don't mind being patient with PSA. And especially in the soccer market now, at this point, you're kind of like, you might as well be patient, especially with the summer coming up. It's going to be dead anyways for soccer cards. Um, it, you know, August might ramp up a little bit in late July once, you know, you start to see more transfers come through and things of that nature. But um, what, for you, um, when we look at kind of the soccer market, uh, it, it's kind of cooled a little bit. And I don't know if you're still buying. It sounds like you tried to buy some. I try to. <laughs> show, right. What's your strategy going forward for this mark for the soccer market primarily? Uh, what is that strategy? Um, you know, um, and, and, you know, I preface that question with saying, uh, that's if you stay in the soccer side of the hobby with you kind of explaining the other sports, but no, I, I absolutely will. It's actually funny. So um, when me and Matt, cause Matt has no clue about soccer. Yeah. And then what I have done is multiple times I've been at shows and I get an eBay notification and look at the sale on eBay that happened. That's way higher than my soccer sticker in my case. So, so like, I mean, he, he, and he said to me, he's like, I guess we got to keep buying soccer. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. You just put it on eBay at a high oboe and then international shipping. I mean, out of my last five soccer sales, three or four of them are not in the U.S. Like they're just, they're gone. International. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. a, a Steven Gerrard auto PSA 10 from the 2122 Chrome uh, went out in Balagun. The news broke sold for way too much probably right now the pink cracked ice psa 10 um sold it for like 150 i mean I like sold, i sold my red the month before to somebody yeah hobby, so yeah you got it for a I buck mean, and a dollar box though, yeah so whatever <laughs> yeah you know it is it is what it is but yeah that's where you know that's where some of the soccer stuff and i you know i always encourage this is like you need to hold certain things a little longer you know um and that's the case right there Balogun is, is a perfect case where you had that you held it and you pushed it along i sold it about a month earlier well i mean i mean oh i might have made an extra 25 bucks but whatever it's okay I, you know i'm yeah not into it very much like you said um what's so you i know you uh you talked a little bit about the um the show at fenway um i wanted to talk a little bit about that what your experience was like i know uh ken from sports cars lessons he had a podcast i think this week that i listened to so it's good to get to hear his feedback on the show. I haven't done their show or been to their show yet. Um, I know some of those guys over there, but I'm just uh, kind of want to get your kind of recap of that show. Um, you know, how was it? Did you like the setup? Um, you know, going to Boston, obviously Boston for me is home. So um, we're not home anymore, but, um, but always love being in the city. So give me kind of a rundown of the show, what you thought, your thoughts. Uh, I know you went to the one at Fox was they held too, right? Um, Hardball's great, wait, bro. That's a good just, way to measure it is against the one at Foxwoods. Um, I, it was, so the, did you go to Foxwoods or no? I did not. I was not in town. Yeah. For okay. So the first off, I mean, I live 10 minutes from Foxwoods. I live in, in Griswold. So, um, but card vault the way they promote they just kill it i you know like and i think the bot i mean the fenway was better than card vault but you, you gotta think about where it's located not even the venue or location just like being in boston people could fly to that and yeah. i think that's a show that i 
is you know they it's probably tough to book Fenway like it's kind of this is what's available so take it like you know it, it because just the Red Sox it's, yeah it's tough so it just happened it was on the same I can imagine what it would have been like if it wasn't the same weekend as Dallas um because I know there were some influencers at Fenway you know with their cameras and stuff and Golden was there with some of the people from the um the Netflix series which was kind of yeah. cool if you watched the series you know um but you walked in it was right around the Ted Williams statue which I know you know so if, if you've been to Fenway there's they have some statues on the outside of the stadium and so you go through there I think there's gate B and um you have PSA Beckett Golden um Hip Parade was there we actually sold some cards to them too um yeah, and they those cards to make their their uh their repacks yeah yep I love yeah. the, I love their hockey repacks the soccer ones I'm not a big fan of but I, I tried to sell the Messi to them that I that I picked up and they said they had enough Messi, which I didn't know that was a thing, but okay. So I, <laughs> I digress. I, um, and it was like they had two shows there because it was in the concourse. So the, just the way the, the stadium's built, it's like a circle. So you had all these uh, vendors in the middle and then there were tables to your right and tables to your left. I was out on the left and we actually got great foot traffic. Um and it's by far the best we've done in sales at a show by like a lot. Um, we had a, a, um, a, a store in Newtown, Connecticut night and day, they came up and bought a ton from us. Um, and they were basically their, their goal is that they're buying off of us and they're going to make five or 10% cause they said they have five repack buyers around the country that they're just moving. So they won't even have those. They probably don't have any of those cards that we sold them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. And I, if I were, and I know you're, I'll be in the same boat, you know, with the baby, but try not to miss another card ball show. They're the best um, up here that I've been to. I never went to the Causeway show. I didn't that, either. I've heard good things about that. I never got to go to that. Um, I but think, this, I think, I think if they do another one at Fox's, I'll probably most likely be at that one at that point because it's closer, right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it's a lot closer. You know, for me, it's still like probably a 50 minute drive, but it's a lot closer um, and it just makes it easier. Um, so that's good to hear. Um, I, I, we've done, you, like you said, we've done a few kind of local shows around here. Um, you know, we have the Plainville show, you have the New Britain show, you have Orange. I don't know if you've ever gone to Orange. It's a smaller show. There's one in Milford that's really small that's done. Um, I'm a, I like the Plainville show a lot. Um, or the Enfield one too is good too. Um, but you know, in terms of soccer, we never see a lot of soccer there uh, at some of these shows. It's very minimal and it's stuff that, um, maybe a year and a half ago, you could buy raw from their dollar boxes and, and flip. Mm -hmm. Now it's too much of a risk because no one's buying kind of, you know, that stuff. So, um, any other shows you guys are doing coming up um, in the area? Is there anything you guys have on your kind of uh, roadmap? Yeah, so we're set up at Shoreline Card Show, which some, uh, yeah, I'll be there too. I, I saw I saw that uh, you you were going. Um, the it's like a kid running it, I think. Um, and he, you know, the the first show wasn't bad. Matt and I set up outside because there were no more tables, so we set outside set up outside in the cold, but we bought everyone coming in prior to them getting in so it worked out for us i mean i think a lot of times with the small shows as a dealer it's you, you just got to think okay 
the show I'm buying. And you just need to get, and if you have any sales, then great. But like some shows, like the smaller ones. Um, and then another one I'm doing is at the VFW in Cranston. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know Chris Mercurio, Merc. Um, I might know him. He he used to break on roadie breakers um, at the Baseball Cards of Rhode Island in, um, what is that? North Kingstown. It's a nice, okay. nice local shop. And then him and his buddy, I think his name is Brian Forsman, they opened up a shop in, um, oh God, in the East Bay. I forget what the, t- the town was, but in the East Bay area in Rhode yep. Island. So um, doing that show, I love that show. That's a hidden gem if you haven't been to it. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I like that show a lot. Um, that's my favorite small show in the area is that one. Yeah, the Shoreline Connecticut one's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm doing that one as well. Uh, I'm, you know, for me, I'm probably not going to bring any slabs. I'm probably just going to bring like dollar stuff, dollar boxes and just try to, you know, make some room in this house. Obviously, <laughs> um, you may end up struggling with that, too, because I, I, you know, here and there, I've been ripping a lot of stuff. I haven't been in breaks, but I've been kind of just buying some stuff here and there at Target or Walmart or or going to some of the various shops around here and uh, looking at, uh, you know, various different. You know, I bought a box. I think I bought one box of Donruss to try it out. Didn't love it. It was okay. I've heard the Bowman blasters are crazy for baseball this year. Yeah, I bought one. I didn't pull any like gold or anything like that Um, because I buy baseball too. I throw some of the baseball kind of, I put it away. Um, But the Donruss blasters, I I pulled a Makoku uh, Kaboom, my first Kaboom ever out of a blaster. (laughs) That works. Which was ridiculous. But ever since then, you know, I bought like three more blasters after that and they're like just garbage. So, um, and that's one thing, you know, for you, I, I know that you once in a while will rip, but you don't rip a lot, right? You, you're more disciplined than like to kind of just buy singles. Uh, I mean, I'm starting to go that way too, but here and there, I need to get my fix in. It's kind of like a crack. Right. You need to have like that, that fix and rip something like even last Yeah, time. that's, I'd I say that's generous cellos. to say I'm disciplined. <laughs> I, bought two, I bought two cellos of Donruss yesterday at Target. Yeah. Uh, just because like. And, and of course, I get a, a Adam Holzak green uh, rated rookie, which I was happy about. But then I look at him like I can't even grade this damn thing. That's your guy. That that's been your guy for a long time. Yeah, he's gonna be good. He's gonna be fine. But uh, he the the card's chipped at the top, and I already have another one that's chipped too. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not gonna buy sellers anymore, hoping to get these yeah. nice clean parallels to kind of uh, deal with. But um, what is your idea like w- when you're how do you stay disciplined or do you not stay disciplined and rip that much? I try to break where I find value. Um, yeah. And for the longest time, I thought that was soccer and it worked out pretty well. Um, But as of late, I've been getting in Bowman case breaks. Um, And overall, more or less, I'm probably about even on truthfully and i think that's something to be said though if you're getting in breaks like case breaks and you're breaking even on most of the things i think that's pretty good i've been buying like the reds of the dodgers and yep. these in the new product because the reds have a have, their farm system's absolutely loaded i know i don't want to get too off this is a soccer podcast i don't yep. want to talk too much baseball but reds are loaded and dodgers i think it's like stefan marbury's nephew uh josue yeah. de paula yep kids a stud too but you know, I've been I've been kind of getting in too many of those breaks, so I have a lot of cards going out to PSA. Like, Bowman, even, so. I mean, even I mean, even soccer, some of the 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 tops like flagship blasters, I've bought in some of those too, and 
you know, they're, you're, you're not going to do what you do in Bowman. It's just a fact. Um, the soccer blast, the, the flagship stuff is just, the soccer market is just really interesting because I feel like uh, it's a combination of things. We have product getting watered down and then you have not as much collectors. Baseball cards are baseball cards. It's been around forever. You know, it has a strong following, right? Um, and you're all with Bowman, you're always going to get those rookies where you the first, you know, Chrome or a base and you can put them in a top load or put them away for three years. And next thing you know, the guy's like an all-star and the cards, you know, uh, 15X from that blaster purchase he bought. So, um, you know, when we look at kind of, uh, I guess my question to you is what is, what is the advice to the soccer market you give or people that are collecting soccer in terms of breaking and buying singles and give them like a strategy. So you're doing it, but help them out where you can help them. Yeah. If you're breaking it, you need to understand it's for entertainment. Like I, I, I'm not even to sit here and act like there's a ROI. I mean, Jesus, you uh, you know, the best example is that 2021, um, I'm sorry, 2020 dash 21 Bundesliga, which is the I, I, that's so boomer bust. Like, it's not even funny. You get a color of Jude or, or Verts or Makoko, or you get Kabak. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like that's, or you get a Christopher Lenz, Christopher Lenz gold auto for a dollar 37 on auction. Um, you're ripping for fun and hoping for a home run, or you just take whatever that box. Another thing that I like to do too that I should practice, but I'm still going to preach it um, is if you're going to try to buy a box, like who is it that you're chasing in that uh, box and what could you get of that card with what you're about to spend on this box? Like if, if for example, um, I, I doubt that Bundesliga products anywhere close to where it used to be, but it used to be like a high $200 box and it'd be like, well, what could I get for a Jude or a Makoko or a Wurtz, whoever you're going after for 275 bucks what what could i get for that of just a single that's, that's a, something that good yeah. strategy yeah all right jordan uh or at zips cards we want to use our, our handles here too um last question uh and we have about probably three minutes left so um i ask this to everybody that comes on as a guest it doesn't have to be hobby related. It, it can be life related, can be work related, can be whatever you want it to be related to. But what is your passion? What is your passion? My my passion, I, it's pretty easy for me is travel. I love traveling. I mean, I don't think there's a better way to just experience life than traveling and going and getting other perspectives and seeing things that you just wouldn't normally be able to see. Um, I I do have an affinity for Europe, and I think that probably stems from my love of soccer too. But I'm also Italian, so I like I the way I learn about culture is through food. So it's I don't really think there's a better place to go and get food than Europe. You just pop around and I like food. Uh, so trick. What was that? said i like food too <laughs> yeah so so like so travel and then you know i i get to go and experience all these things with my wife and then our, our child on the way we're gonna hopefully expose them to travel as well at a young age to go around and just experience and i think um in pro probably not a lot of people in the soccer card collecting world aren't as um 
closed-minded but like it's just it to to think that the u.s is has it all figured out i think is kind of ignorant and just to go and experience things in different lives like our friends we're having a baby our friends in europe and germany said why don't you fly here and have the baby so it won't cost you like fifteen thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> so you know just things like that there you that know we've great. made yeah we've made some great some great friends over there and travels travels my passion just the experiences that's awesome that's a, and maybe you know with my baby being a little over two months old now and your baby coming soon little puppy around the same age maybe someday down the future we go and spend uh maybe a week or two in portugal at my parents place so absolutely i, I need on, to see later portugal on, so later, later on in life so man yeah. i appreciate you coming on um guys if you're not following uh jordan at zips cards on instagram and uh i appreciate you i'm gonna get this uploaded today it'll be live sweet thank you bye Thank you for listening to another episode of Special One Cards. Join us again next week. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Special One Cards. DM me any questions, concerns, hobby rants, or experiences you've had at shows online. Something for us to kind of talk about a little bit more. Again, thank you for the support. I really do appreciate it.